Welcome to the podcast. This is the Dance PT podcast, hosted by moi, Jenna Cantor, performer, hachikapow, and physical therapist. In our interviews, we will dive into all the things that can regularly help you. That's right. As a dance physical therapist with your patients. That's right. Please note that the purpose of this podcast is entertainment and is not here to replace any medical advice. That being said, we are all here to support each other, which leaves me at the most important message I want to leave you with. You are enough and never change yourself for anyone. That's right. You heard me. Be you, and that will enable you to help others the best way possible. Let's end with more scatting. That's right. Jenna out. Hello, dance physical therapist Jenna Cantor here. I want to talk about how name calling negatively influences eating disorders. It's just not good. It, it, it's. Let's just start with saying, you know, skinny. There, some people are okay calling themselves uh, skinny or fat or middle-sized. It, it, it depends. It really depends on the person. And none of the words I just said, in my opinion, are a negative thing at all. However, you really got to watch what you're saying around these dancers. I would say humans in general, but I'm going to be focusing just on dancers. You got to watch what you're saying. We all have different things that trigger us. I have a background in an eating disorder Uh, myself. I was binging and purging. I was doing binging and then taking laxatives because I didn't want to throw up because I thought it would mess with my voice. Little did I know that doing the laxatives still caused acid reflux and mess with my vocal cords as well. (laughs) But... I remember like hearing labels and and what people would say would greatly influence my actions for the food I was eating, the binging and purging that was about it was I was very sensitive to it. If somebody even spoke about a way that they used to do an eating disorder, it really did teach me another way to go about it. It's terrible, but it's true. The same thing goes with when people are saying things in the class, you know, like in in a in a ballet studio, and name calling can be in a way that you don't even realize it because we have been so insensitive, insensitive for so long with with dancers and the words that we choose. It's it's a it's a big deal. People see right through it. So really really watch the language that you use. A way we can really help in uh in this is not necessarily with name calling but that can help out with triggers is BMI. Do you really need BMI? for your dancer to rehab them? Do you need to know their weight to rehab them? Do you actually need to know that? Or can you have a conversation with them about their eating habits? You know, or can you look and see, all right, we're trying to get you to heal. Let's talk maybe about the food that has acid in it that could be getting in the way and causing inflammation. I'm not talking about the size of a person's body. That What, is, what does that have to do with it? it, it Oh my God. So 
there are things that we and honestly the words that we use oh here here's here's one if you are in a whole group of people a one-on-one might be a little bit easier to take but when you're in a whole group of people doing a seminar okay when i work with each of you i'm going to be getting your bmi i'll be getting your weight your blood pressure heart rate from those dancers they're going to just be thinking my weight my BMI, my weight, my BMI. Okay, I'm not going to eat during this time and this time. I'm not going to all that stuff. Or it could even set somebody off to just overeat because it stresses them out so freaking much. It's we got to be careful with these words. So I'm not coming up with good ideas, good examples on when people speak and do name calling in public. I did get one from a dancer recently and it's not coming to my mind. But if we just just let this be yet another thing for you to be aware of so you can avoid triggers for your dancers, you can have more trust, they can feel more supported. And as they are are getting better, I I'm telling you, like food is such a sensitive topic for dancers. It is such a sensitive topic. It is, I do have a story on this, but it's not about name calling in public. I, I literally just last night, I was working with a dancer and I said, okay, talk to me about your food and everything. And she like described this perfect way of eating. And I said to her, I said, listen, none of us eat perfect. I was like, I was like, I was like, do you eat perfect, perfect? Cause she was saying like, it was like literally uh, chicken, rice and vegetables. I'm telling you, I have not, a very few people have given me a different answer regarding eating. Uh, it, It does take time to get trust in there to really know what a person is eating you know, fully, and it can, it can really stress the heck out of the dancer on that journey, but it is important to have that conversation, but don't have that conversation in front of other people. It's really like a one-on-one, be careful about in public, all that stuff. All right, definitely off topic, but hopefully this is getting you to just start thinking and reflecting on things that you may have heard in the dance studio. If you have a background as a dancer where people were saying things to other dancers that got you to go, you know, that's a little bit messed up, but okay, you know, or just it affected you and you're only focused on your own journey, which totally get that as a dancer. And uh, now looking back at it, you're thinking, yeah, that's pretty messed up that people use these words and say these things. So, yep. Something, another thing to be aware of to better help our dancers.